Welcome everyone to the Unplugged Conversations with Leaders. My name is Milind Desai and in this series of podcasts where we get indulged in the Unplugged Conversations with national and international business owners, authors, teachers and healers who are successful in their fields. With this, let's get started. Today, we have Mr. Juan Jose from the Blizznet, popularly known as JJ in his professional circle. He has been in this supply chain, logistics and e-logistics industry for more than 20 years. And in the past, he has led the organizations like Lazada Group, Entoja Group, Cozia Sem, Commercial and many more. With this, let's welcome the man himself. Hello, JJ. How are you doing today? Hi, Milin. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the invitation. You are most welcome uh, on this uh, Unplugged Conversation Leaders podcast series. In this series of the conversation, we invite visionary leaders to share their stories and thoughts around the way businesses happens today and, you know, that should happen in the future. Okay. So my first question is to let me know that, you know, how all this thing started with you, like what inspired you to start your own business after you, you know, having a successful career in the corporates? Good question. So now when, when you are for long term in corporate, in companies that are started to create a, a good structures and, and everything is established, you wonder about propose, the personal propose of the, uh, of yourself as a professional, as an individual, no? And then some, somehow you get motivated to do something that, yeah, that give you that purpose, no? that give you that value, all your experience, connecting dots uh, backward and say, hey, I'm expert in, in, in supply chain, logistics. I, I've been working in, in the e-commerce part. So how I can use all my knowledge and do something that I love and passionate about it. And yeah, and look at the, let me scoot a little bit. Yes, as I was mentioning, is, is how you find yourself with the needs of Get it proposed, uh, find purpose, and uh, again after many years in in uh, in your career, and say, hey, I have ideas, I have I have uh, identified problems in the market, identified problems I can contribute to fix. You know, that's why this is one of the motivations that give you uh, uh, give you to jump out of the stability. <laughs> To be entrepreneur, no, definitely. If you ask if it's easy, it's never easy, and many entrepreneurs can tell you that. Absolutely. So, as you said, that it's not easy, and uh, almost all the entrepreneurs, you know, uh, has gone through it. So, tell me, uh, then how how do you focus, or you know, how do you stay motivated? Because all this while you had, you know, a ready-made team that probably you had, you know, in your corporates, and now you have developed your own team here. Uh, in Indonesia, right? So how do you motivate it uh, as a business owner to take your own business to the next level? Okay, so definitely when you when you are in, in corporate, you're already established team, and when you command, the things happen, you lead, you help them. But when you start from the scratch, you have to do it everything by yourself. Absolutely everything by yourself. Speaking, the owner of the company, but at the same time executing in the field, creating things, designing things, put the strategies, the task and everything. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy, it's exhausted, but at the same time, you 
you are in the middle of a process of learning and relearning and educate yourself in a in a just-in-time learning. As I, you know, as well as me, that in the startup world, we have days. We need to count the day. We cannot count the weeks. We cannot count the years. We have to count the days and make it and make it happen. No, that is how I keep it motivated. Find the solutions. Uh, motivated the team. It doesn't mean that you sometimes don't get frustrated. You get frustrated as a, as a person. You get frustrated when you exhaust all the ideas and you say, hey, now what? Now you need to meditate. You need to think about it. You need to switch off, try to find a new way to, to resolve the issues, no? Correct. So uh, being a Stanford uh, you know, alumni, you have learned business in depth, but do you feel that uh, not all strategies would work the way it is written in the books or what we have studied and in the real life. So like, you know, what kind of strategies you have found that have, you know, uh, worked most effectively in your business? I learned how to be flexible, agile, adaptable, and understand that the, the tools are in your hands to, to do that. I actually, I'm very, very grateful to have, to have that experience and, uh, and allow me to, to understand, okay, how how these for example these universities as a Stanford see see what is entrepreneurism how, how the, the the people do uh, take big leap of faith to do products and create uh, companies that get successful uh, from from the scratch from the very very beginning no so I think all the experience in uh, these institutions get all the business cases put all the business cases in your hand and give it all the tools in your hands to create the right mindset to do this, to endure the path of entrepreneur. So having the tools, having the experience, have many personal cases, many personal stories that tell you, hey, how, how we went through this path and how we achieved, that help us, for me personally, help me a lot to prepare myself to actually decided to jump in the in the in the new in the new project, no, in Blissnet. So actually, was there that I decided to quit my job and let's do this, no. And as well, I found my my other two co-founders there that helped me to do and 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 be more confident to do this as well. So you said that, you know, you tried to test a couple of things. I'm sure some, some of the things may not have worked and some of the things have worked in your favor. So tell me, what are the common uh, mistakes that, you know, you see business owners are making these days? And, you know, what advice do you have to, you know, avoid or overcome those mistakes? Well, million, million of mistakes, million, million of mistakes. Sure. So when you come from, again, established companies without all, all the processes in place, you try to replicate that sometimes. You, know? you try to replicate in HRs, in finance, in, in some function departments, everything, many things, and as well establish and create a structure that will help you to, to scale the company. But let me tell you one thing, in a startup doesn't work in, in that way. So you have to be very lean, very adaptable. The people is there and, and they should understand that they are there to do absolutely everything. If tomorrow we have to clean the floor, if tomorrow we're going to do the party for celebrate the, the victory, we help to do that. No, So absolutely everybody they need to be in, the, in a line in the same boat on that. And yeah, I think everybody, and I did my own mistakes. I made my own mistakes on that. I tried to, to create a structure and make it more, more corporate somehow. But at, at the same time, we understand that no, that's not actually how, how this can it is working. No? So we need to change again a little bit and make it people more flexible and adaptive and, and supporting each other to achieve the things, no? You have to plan very, very well on that, no? 
and understand that if something can go wrong, will. <laughs> so be prepared for that. Absolutely. So you just talked about you know uh, budgets and you know hiring resource. Could you please tell me uh, you know how was your experience hiring your first employee uh, uh, in the Blizznet, the very first employee that you hired in Blizznet Indonesia? A part of my my co-founder that probably the courage to 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 make this happen. The first person that I, I onboarded started to work with me at home. So this person started to work at home and coming daily basis, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not even the, the prototype was in paper. So after that, create the prototype, uh, the minimal viable product. If you talk about business, someone come and say, ah, let me let me Google, let me visit to see if it exists and and show it. It's like a more like a, a presentation card, like a business card, more than actually a platform. It was at that time, no? Yeah, that's that was already almost June 2021 when the first person joined us. That's that's how we started. Phenomenal. So I understand that, you know, the journey was never uh, fruitful always. You know, you said you had ups and downs. You hired your first employee after the three months of, you know, starting the business. I understand it's a bootstrap business, you know, where you have started on your own with your co-founders. When you say ups and downs, I would like to know, uh, at you know, the ups that you had, you know, the success or you know, something where you say that, you know, you, you, you were very much sure that now, yes, this is something that I want to take it to the next level. Could you please share that with us? Well, after a lot of conversations with BCs, no, because the, the first things that we, we thought is we have to find resources. Uh, B2C marketplaces, they were already in the high, high peak, no room for B2Cs anymore. So we, we thought B2B is the right way, services to the to the business and help the business to scale, help the business to digitalize, help the business to create relationship with another business in a secure platform. This is what we, we were looking. And for that, definitely, you you need resources. The first thing is that after talking, talking, talking many times and, and nobody see it, nobody see it, the concept, nobody see it, or if you know, they, they see it, it was too big, too too much. This, this is this is uh, not no easy to execute and to make it happen. Definitely, they they, they, they didn't know me. You know? I'm an I'm a obsessed person to, to make the things happen. And as well, thanks to, to Akshes, my, my co-founder, we make the things happen. We create things from the scratch and when nobody believe absolutely that the things that we were doing we continue fighting until we discuss with a private company and they believe in us they trust in what we are doing they trust in that in the future of b2b and digitalization of b2b as well and how the market need to change mindset on that just one company just one person that believe in us make the difference and we still have a lot of work to do and a lot of work to do in indonesia which is mindset is something that we have to create education we have to we have to educate our buyers and suppliers and make them understand that do business online is possible right so uh, you said that the, the business is more into it has to do with humans though you have a you know the platforms so you have buyers you have suppliers so tell me how do you build and maintain you know the strong relationships with your buyers suppliers your clients your customers your other stakeholders how do you do that our team have a, we have a, a procurement team we have operation team we have a sales team that these people are in contact in daily basis with buyers and suppliers you no know? they they have to talk with them when they have a problem because yeah definitely we are not perfect we can we can have a bug 
in the middle of the process, we can have a, a error in communication that, that definitely tech team immediately jump and fix it. But in the meantime, that happened, our team have a call, it's Milin, do you have a problem? Can I help you? And and you feel you feel that someone is supporting you, no? It's not just a, a scream, it's not just a, a assistant, but also there is a human being behind. This is how we use technology to scale our business and to help you with less resources, do more. Right. So my, my one of the you know key takeaway from this last uh, you know three minutes is that you cannot avoid the human touch, no matter how successful or scalable business that you wish to make. And when I talk about a successful and scalable business, uh, I'm sure that there are ways, you know, you identify and pursue uh, new business opportunities and partnerships. Like, how do you do that? You may want to give us an, one example of that. Yes. So when you start a business, there's a couple of things that you're going to face. First, nobody know you. Nobody understand what you're doing. Nobody care about you. Simple. You have to find strong relationships that help you to scale your business. You helping them, they helping you, both partners grow. But the partner that you are looking is always have someone who already have some kind of brand, some kind of trust that the people recognize. This is how some companies or many companies trust in the market, supported by big and other big companies that they trust in them, invest in them and work with them, no? work with us in this. So basically you, started with these partners you create a business case they use product they help you to make it better and then they help you to go to the market as well they and and you can find the fit in the market thanks to the experience of these partners right um just to you know um, out of curiosity i have this one question that you know how does your business has been helping the the economy of your country how we contribute so with the companies that are using us, they, we contribute to speed up the process, the relationship, uh, the, the, the quotations. The, if I need something from my suppliers, I can get it faster, recorder, everything in the, in the platform. Every, we create transparency, efficiency, and we speed up the processes. When before you take one or two weeks to get a quotation from the supplier, now you get in hours. For example, we have a we achieve 28 minutes for the for the quotation, receive the, the faster quotation in the platform. So when you spend three days, four days, five days chasing the suppliers, they now they see that they can just send a message, they receive the quotation, they can compare, they can place the order, they can do the payments, they can integrate the logistics. And digitalization is a very, very wide uh, a concept, no? Right. So, uh, so that I understand that by using the platform and the features of platform, we are increasing the efficiency of doing business. We are increasing the way, the, the quality of the conversation that are happening. And we are reducing the time required to do a particular thing. As we say that, you know, time is money. And I, I believe right. by doing this, uh, you know, you are potentially helping, you know, to increase the or to do the better in the economy of the country. We are, you know, approaching the last question of an hour. So, you know, so what advice do you have for the other business owners who are probably who are already started or who wants to start and uh, to scale up or, you know, to take their businesses to a level where they don't fail? Well, be agile, adaptable, flexible, be careful with the budgeting, establish budgeting and extend your own rate as much as possible 
when you are looking the market fit, no? When you started a, a company with one idea, you are excited, no? You are see it, but at the same time, you are biased. This concept or this problem that you are trying to resolve is real and you can monetize this problem, no? You can create a solution that someone pay for that. Designing a product without without real test with customers, that, that can kill you. If you have the money for do that, do it smartly. Put the, put the immediately uh, the launch out the products, then find your innovators, use the products, get a feedback, fix it, and reiterate one and again and again with your customers until you see that this is the, the, the perfect MVP, we can call it, the final MVP that you can test in, in the rest of the market, no? So I think planning and everything that you plan can go wrong. You need to be prepared for bad times. You need to prepare for, for very low moments, resilient, patient, uh, meditate, take the time to chart the acts, take the time to disconnect and think out of all the problems and back again from, from top and see the problems again and try to find new solutions. Talk with people, ask for help. I know that sometimes ask for help. I personally, cost me a lot to, help, to, to ask for help, but you need to have many times ask for help and ask for opinions ask for feedback and don't take feedback personally even if they tell you your product is pretty bad okay but tell me why it's pretty bad how i can fix it how in your opinion i can fix it no so be humble to understand to get the feedback be humble to understand that things are can goes wrong definitely be prepared to rejection you're gonna receive thousands of no that if you are not strong enough you will quit and be prepared for that. So be prepared for plan B if everything goes wrong. You need to have that in mind. When you have that in mind, so you understand that even if you fail future, you can build a, a more things in the future. You can you can continue and can be successful in the future. It's something that you have also need to have in mind. But every single moment in the past is a learning. Take it, even sometimes if you need to cry, cry, because you will. <laughs> so if you get frustrated because nobody understands you, try to understand why, why the people don't understand you. Maybe the problem is you. Maybe the problem is you that you don't know how to communicate. It's a very important how to communicate efficiently. If I did in the last, the last two, three years myself is how to improve my communication, how to be straightforward and no wasting time in communication and clarify, make it simple, explain very simple that this is very important. So if you take all this, you will more or less prepare for what is coming. <laughs> But my friend, really nothing prepare you for what is coming when you decided to be entrepreneur and, and try to make your product fit in the market. So it's a very hard path. Wow. So I'm sure our listeners and viewers, uh, you know, got their key takeaways. Like you need to be patient. You need to, you know, they follow the PDCA cycle where it says, you know, you do, you plan, you do, you act, you check. You know, you may fail, just come back, right? Uh, you need time to disconnect. You need, uh, you need to be, you know, um, as open as possible for learning. You know, I, I've read this somewhere that in the game of business, you know, no one uh, loses ever. Either they win or they learn, and I think you you are a true example of you know that saying. And uh, I wish you all the very best, and uh, thank you very much for being uh, on this podcast uh, today, JJ. And uh, as I said, that 
you know this journey never ends so uh, so uh, a note to all the viewers and the listeners that you know we would come up with so, you know so many other inspiring stories the way we have uh, you know listen to jj so keep uh, tuning for our podcast thank you very much thank you very much milin thank you for having me bye bye